Welcome to the podcast. This is You Gotta Watch This. I am your host, Aaron, and with me is my other host, Nick. Hello! And we are watching every film in, in the, Mar- the world. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, okay. Just the important ones in the world. Okay. The MCU. <laughs> and uh, I've seen them all about 100 times and love them all, and Nick has barely seen any. Mm hmm. Ba- basically zero. Basically zero. It's non-zero at this point. Right. Because uh, this is episode two. We just finished watching The Incredible Hulk. Green Man. That's right. The Green Lantern. <laughs> so. Uh, Green let's, Hornet. Let's jump right into it. But aside from the word association, Nick, <laughs> what is your hot take? My hot take is, man, <laughs> man. That uh, was okay. <laughs> dampen, dampen some enthusiasm. It did yeah. a little bit, and yeah. it's funny because I love Ed Norton. I really yeah. like Tim Roth, um, and the whole movie just was. Uh, it was instead of set of blockbuster, it was lackluster. Sure, sure, and okay. I, I came up with that while I was running up the stairs. Wow, okay. I was happy yeah. with that one. Yeah. Um, Seems like it took you a lot longer to think of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it. And we comment. I commented during the movie that the humor wasn't wasn't as snappy. It wasn't it, something. Wasn't you know the timing of it wasn't right. Or the yeah. delivery wasn't right. Um, I don't know. Liv Tyler was just real flat. Yeah. I thought Ed Norton, who I I generally consider to be a fantastic actor, was pretty flat. Yeah. Um I just it was a you know it was okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh let's recap the plot for those who maybe have not just watched it. Okay. Uh let's see how far you can get into it. Okay. With how flat everything was. <laughs> All right. So Tony Stark. <laughs> oh man. Tony Spark. Could, Tony Sparkles. I wish we could do that one again. Um, all right. So I did think it was interesting that they decided to not show the initial research and experiment. Yeah. That was just sort of the credit sequence. And I appreciated that because even as I was watching it, I was like, that seems boring. It's it's definitely definitely not an origin story. Yeah. They, they crammed it all into the credits. Uh-huh. Apparently that, and we'll get more into this stuff in the trivia later on, but that was... They shot 70 minutes of footage that was cut from the film, and a lot of it was that opening, the montage really? and stuff. And they decided, like, in the editing bay, like, hey, you know oh, what? so that wasn't we planned. Need to, we need to condense this down. And, you know, they weren't sure how much of it to use. But yeah, they, sure. they decided, you know, like, we're going to basically use none of this. That's, like, this will be the I think that's, that was wise. Mm-hmm. I liked where it opened. It kind of op- – I actually liked probably the first act the most out of the movie. Yeah. Um, It felt like a – Sort of like a spy thriller, or almost like a Bond movie. Yeah, where it had the, so it opens in in Brazil, mm-hmm. and he and and Bruce Banner. Oh yeah, I I, I bailed on giving <laughs> the synopsis. The oh, no, 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 let me try. Let me try. Okay, okay. okay he's in Brazil. Uh-huh. Um, he's in hiding. He's trying to do some research to cure mm-hmm. uh, this affliction. Mm-hmm. He's trying things. He's got a mysterious connection that he's chatting with online. Yeah, Mister Blue. He's Mister Green. Um, he's eventually found out. Um, do you remember how? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, some of his blood fell in a bottle. Stanley, um, the Stanley drank cameo. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, drank it, and they never really said what happened to him. But I guess it was. They called it gamma sickness, I think, or something okay. like that. But uh, that's one of the things that you know 
the idea of Stan turning into the Hulk is is pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's something they've like that image is is around. It's been in the comics and stuff oh, like is that. It? Oh, yeah, okay. where he's he's the Hulk, but he's still got Stanley's face and the big white mustache yeah, and okay. everything. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, all right. Well, that that's that's funnier. Uh, so yeah, that's how they found it out. They tracked it back to Brazil where that it was bottled. And, uh, so they go on a little parkour chase, um, some free running, uh, challenge skills. Um, who's going to take the gold this year in Rio de Janeiro? (laughs) Um, it was uh, not Edward, Edward Norton. Um, He, he, uh, he does get cornered. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and and uh, barely barely uh, escapes. Um, they they trank his dog, which you know. Yeah. Um, Megan was real upset about. She was. Um, she liked that part. Well, she the, was worried they killed the dog, and then she remembered they were tranquilizers. Right, but they may have killed the previous dog. No dogs were harmed. No, we <laughs> some fictional dogs <laughs> definitely died. Um, so then, uh, I kind of forget what happens since then. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. He he rages. Yeah, in the in the bottling plant. Yep, and then um, goes crazy. That's where we um, first really get to see. Um, I I don't know his. I forget his name, but the the mercenary Tim Roth. Yeah, uh, Emil Blonks Blonsky 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 Blonde guy Blonde yeah Blonde guy. <laughs> sure, let's go with that. <laughs> I think it's it's Blonsky. Blonsky. Yeah. And so uh, he's all like, whoa, that shit's cray. Oh, yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that stuff's cray. Uh, I'll bleep that one for the kiddos. Sure. And uh, so, uh, oh, yeah. And then he winds up in like um, Ecuador or somewhere. Guatemala. Guatemala. And then he walks to America, yep. apparently. <laughs> Without any clothes. Yeah. <laughs> no, he gets some clothes because he, he tries He gets the clothes and yeah. then he walks to America. Yeah. And he walks to Culver University. Yep. Which is in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I was curious to know if that if that was trying to spoof Charlottesville. Was that supposed to be like a UVA-esque? It, it kind of looked a little bit like it. Because it's you know, like a research hospital kind of thing. It's funny because it looked like it could have been in, in Virginia, mm-hmm. but it was actually, that was Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah, most of it was Toronto. I could tell Toronto. it looked cold. Yeah, it was pretty cold, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, so there he he links up with his old gal pal, Mm-hmm. And um, he has another fight. They corner him again. He turns to the Hulk again. He escapes mm-hmm. again. He yeah. fights uh, blonde guy again. And and what's happening with Blonsky is he is being injected with the super soldier serum. Right, that's happened now. And he's 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 um, his whole thing is you know he's he's an aging operative, and so he doesn't he he has a conversation with with Ross with General Ross who is. Hulk's like arch nemesis from you know the government trying to track him down and he mentions you know Ross remarks well you know you're getting up there you could be a colonel by now you should be you know promoted high up there and he says no I like to fight mm-hmm. this is what I do and he kind of laments that he his body is, yeah, is he, failing he's like he's, it's Blonsky not Grayski <laughs> that's right that's right and uh, so they give him the super soldier serum and, and that makes him feel like he can go toe to toe with with the Hulk, but it, it also reduces his judgment because he thinks he can go toe to toe with the Hulk and he cannot. And it makes it makes him look all sickly, you know. Yeah. That what's the trade off there? I mean, if you're just yeah. gonna look like you, you know, ate a bad sandwich, like it's a, it's a knockoff super soldier serum. It's not the real one. Oh, okay. It's yeah. it's like the Kmart brand. Yeah. Blue light special. Yes. We will we will save the the super soldier serum. 
I love saying it. It's just <laughs> super serum. Triple S. Soldier <laughs> super serum. You can't do it. <laughs> zubba, zubba, zubba. So anyway, uh, I, I derailed your thing. But that's what's happening with Blonsky. So uh, then, so he, he uh, so round two, Culver University, yep. he escapes again. Uh-huh, escapes again and um, ends up uh, in the woods with Liv Tyler. Uh-huh. Um I kept expecting some like elves to come, you know, prancing <laughs> out and save the day at that point, but sure. I was, you know, sorely nope. disappointed. Nope. Um, they don't get involved. In the although she of men. does have a necklace that is a plot point uh, mm-hmm. in much the same way. Yeah. Uh, in Lord of the Rings. Um, so then skip to the end <laughs> they, they get so they they make their way up to um the the guy he's been having secret mr um, blue yep he's his secret chat um samuel stern s- his secret sex room chat <laughs> friend um keep it pg <laughs> and he uh so yeah mr stearns dr stearns Sammy Stearns. That's right. Uh, it's uh, is it Sammy? Is it Samuel? Samuel, yeah. Whoa! You, I said it a second ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you didn't just pull that out of the air. <laughs> you, you heard Dang. me say it, and then you said it. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's funny how that works. It is. Uh, so they go up there. He's a goof troop. Um, he's all. He has um, probably delivers the only funny lines in the movie. Uh huh. And then he uh, induces the the reaction, yeah. and then has the antidote to yeah. calm the reaction down. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, they have figured it out. Uh, they're being tracked again. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Bl- Bl- Blowski, Blonsky, yeah, Blonsky, um, kind of goes rogue a little bit and yeah. kind of runs up and. Um, uh, so uh, this part kind of bugged me that you know they they get um they get Banner mm-hmm. and they're they've taken him away on helicopter along with Liv Tyler yeah be- be- Betsy Bet's Betty Betsy Betty Betty be- Becky <laughs> no you're getting further away be- Besky be- it's Besky yeah <laughs> Besky and Blonsky yeah okay so they the take dynamic so- duo. <laughs> <laughs> it's Blonsky and Betsy. <laughs> so they take uh that's the their sting. That's I like their, it. Yeah. Uh, the name changed again. <laughs> <laughs> and so he he just chills out. I guess yeah. they're like, yeah, he you can stay. Back. And yeah. and of course they uh, some for some reason don't care that to take Stearns with them either. Mm-hmm. But yeah. anyway, so then yeah, they care less like, about that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand that, but. <laughs> so they they so uh, bl- uh blonde guy gets Stearns to um gets Howard Stern to <laughs> shoot him full of uh, the good stuff Hulk blood Hulk blood and because uh, he wants some of that um Hulk power yeah and uh, he does so and he turns into abomination that's right abomination. And he's pretty chatty as abomination. Too. He, he talks, is. Talks he's got a, a couple of little zingers and <laughs> he's like, give me a real fight. Yeah. And uh, he so looks gross, too. He does. Not just like the character design, but the CG. Yeah. They're both gross. Yeah. Uh, which I'll talk about later. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get to that. Uh, and then he goes on a rampage through the city to uh, incite. Do you remember what city? It's New York City. That's right. New York City. <laughs> they're in. Uh, they're in Harlem, actually. Harlem. Yeah. The Bronx. Nope. Nope. <laughs> that's uh, Harlem. Not, that's a different part of the Queens. city. Queens. <laughs> Street from Long Island. <laughs> 
So they're uh, they're he's kicking around cars and stuff and killing policemen uh-huh. and soldiers. And finally, um, General Ross gives the go ahead for Banner to go fight him as Hulk, which he does so by throwing himself from a from a helicopter. Yep. Um, that was kind of a funny moment. You think that he's not going to be able to change. Yeah. And it didn't look like he had, but yeah. I'm wondering, and maybe they'll explain it later, if he still has sort of like that same sort of mithril skin uh, attribute, you know, even when he's not hulking. It's it's like hev- heavily implied that, uh, and it's, it's kind of this way in the comics too, that Bruce Banner is effectively like immortal because okay. anytime he would die he just hulks he, out he turns into the hulk okay. instead and that it's just um and i think that even becomes more explicit later in the series okay so i, I that doesn't bother me that's mm-hmm. fine yeah. so he crashes in the concrete out pops mr hulk mm-hmm. they do some battle yeah punching. Um, there's a lot of punching. a lot of punching just real <laughs> punch fest it's chock full of punching just- there is also Hulk parkour, which I thought was yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, it, it also in. I'm gonna skip ahead. It also ends with him doing some Hulk yeah. parkour to get away from yeah. like the media helicopter. I assume is that. I what guess it was? Uh, it's but just a, the light. I remember helicopter. thinking it was like he's officially like a good guy now, but he's still doing like hundreds of thousands of dollars of prop property damage just, just in that brief runaway, smashing <laughs> through like the roofs of all these buildings. Like they're getting, yeah. oh man, everyone everyone's cables out. Yeah, for oh, yeah. sure. He's not very popular. No. Okay, and so no, all right. we're not winning any friends. <laughs> so, he, so he he doesn't need friends when he's got Liv Tyler. That's right. And uh, her new frown, newfound dad, uh, her dad. Yeah, it was the same dad. The same whole, dad. New found, newfound dad. Yeah. Newfound. Anyway, they reconcile. <laughs> yeah, uh, kinda. Kinda, I guess. Yeah. Well, at least they're not because she was like, "You're not my dad," and then she's like, "Dad." That's right. Yeah, that happens pretty quick. Yeah. Um, just mm. seeing him kind of like, f- like, f- I mean, I, they did crash in a helicopter, but That's true. he didn't look that bad off. He seemed fine. Everybody died, but them. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so Hulk just says Hulk smash and, yeah. and creates like a shockwave. Yeah. He also claps to put out an explosive fire. Yeah. That's something he does in the comics. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. I'm not going to touch that one yet. <laughs> we'll come back to it. Sure. And then, so he saves the day, uh, he defeats, and does not kill Abomination, um, yeah. which I guess is important, you know, because he's a good guy. Yeah. And Tyler insists. He, she, she's Betty like, Ross no. is like, don't kill him. And then he uh, makes his getaway from uh, whatever, the other helicopter, the yeah. media, media helicopter maybe. And then it ends with... Um, uh, Mr. Tony Sparkles himself um, mm-hmm. chatting with uh, Ross about uh, putting together a team. Yeah, as if Ross like had contact with Banner at this point. I don't. I find that hard to believe. It seemed like Banner had gone, uh, like incommunicado again. Right. He went. He he escaped. To yeah. to. I want to repeat my great joke. Bella. Oh, what was it? Bella Coola in uh, British Columbia. Mm-hmm. Was it British Columbia? Mm-hmm. Which, as you know, is Canadian for um, pretty cool. I don't even know. Is that a joke? What is, <laughs> what is that? Bella, you know, it's like just, pretty. It's just a thing you said. Uh-huh. Bella, <laughs> Bella, like meaning pr- Okay. I don't, have to, I don't have to explain myself we got, to we you. We got to workshop that one. Well, you know. So, and, and what happens when he's there? He, oh, yeah. So, he's doing some Zen master. Um, mm-hmm. He, ins- he 
incites uh, the the reaction, mm-hmm. but the implication is that he has is learning or has learned to control it. Okay, and then it and then it ends, and then we see and, the Tony Sparkle scene, yep. and then it ends. For yep. Real. Yep. Okay. Cool. Well, you got like the whole thing. Yeah, I watched it. Uh, you did. You were right there. I can vouch for that. So <laughs> let let's talk a little bit about the film. We kind of gave. It's impossible to do a recap and not comment on it as you're doing. Yeah. It. But yeah. Let's, no, that's fine. Let's yeah. deep do a deep dive. Deep dive. Um. So we talked about skipping the origin story, uh-huh. which I think was the right move because I agree. I'm not sure how interesting that would have been. Yeah. It just would have made the movie unbearably long also. What we have to remember, too, is this is 2008, Incredible Hulk. In 2003, just five years before this, Ang Lee's Hulk came out. Oh, really? And, yeah. So this was um, something that people actually... Um, well, you know, it was first getting developed. It was like the sequel to Angling's Hulk, uh-huh. you know, which did it wasn't great, you know. But who played it, the Hulk in that? Um, Eric Bana. Oh, okay, right, right. I remember that. And it was a very different take on it, you know. And but and then Marvel Studios, you know, came to prominence and and they started making these movies and they wanted to separate from that uh-huh. but they also were aware that like you know there's a tolerance for like reboots and yeah. five years is pretty close right um so they kind of they kind of you know built on it but also kind of ignored it it's interesting uh-huh. how it worked they just kind of figured you would get the idea yeah and you do i mean yeah. i think probably Science out of experiment. almost all of those superheroes mm-hmm. that's the one that needs the least explanation yeah like He's like this for some reason. When he gets mad, he turns into a big green strong guy. Yeah. You don't need to think too hard about it. It was a science experiment gone haywire. Right. That's all you really need to know. And that was what they told you in the credits. Yep. Yeah. So I think that I think that all tracks. I um I think and they do they do um kind of go back and talk about the um you know, Ross does his little monologue to Blonsky about how he um he had kind of almost tricked Banner into working on this project. Right, yeah. Because he wanted to re-invoke the, the super soldier serum projects of World War Two, mm-hmm. And he wanted to focus on um, the biological, you know, instead of the technology side. And I, I actually do think that is interesting. And, and it, this movie does stand out from a lot of the other ones by focusing so much on biology and mm-hmm. biochemistry. And, sure. And so, I mean, it's still all, um, you know science fiction you yeah know, not, but it, it, it's interesting to see them like mixing serums and stuff and you know I, I we talked about it a little bit while we were watching but at, at various times i was pleased with and then irritated by the lack of and then the over prevalence of some of that like science mumbo jumbo yeah the techno babble yeah stuff. the techno babble yeah. um you know, sometimes they're th- like, I get it. That's a fine line to walk. Like, you mm-hmm. want to imply the gravity of the situation and p- imply that this is close enough to being real in the future that you could be like, okay, sure. Yeah. And you yeah. want it to be plausible. Sure. By hinting at a few things, mm-hmm. but you don't want to say too much because then it starts to, you just lose people and and also just sounds more fake the more you talk. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, so. Gamma gamma poisoning was the yeah right gamma. well and, and, and it really comes from gamma radiation and right. so gamma radiation poisoning or they just sure. run gamma poisoning and that is actually that harkens all the way back to the comics mm. that is you know the de facto explanation mm-hmm. is that he was exposed to too much gamma radiation mm. 
course, in the comics, it didn't really have anything to do with, I don't think, a super soldier serum. I think it was just an accident. Or yeah. Whatever. Um, let's talk about the casting a little bit. I think we kind of, you hinted on it in, during the recap, but I think um, Tim Blake Nelson, who plays Samuel Stearns and uh, Mr. Blue in it, he um, really pulls the movie back from the brink and injects the... Yeah. Like, his, his stuff really does land in a way that the other humor in the film kind of doesn't, you know? Well, and so firstly, there wasn't nearly as much humor as there was in Iron Man. I agree. And then they, they tried to give, um, Besky and, uh, (laughs) and Bannon some, you know, little cutesy zingers. Um, yeah. And, and none of them landed. I don't know if it was the delivery or just the writing was flat. Maybe I'm not, I'm not real sure what wasn't clicking there, but I, I agree. What and what's the actor's name again? For the played Stern, Stearns. Oh, uh, Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson from the Froggy Bottom Boys. That's right. He he uh, is or is it Soggy Bottom? Boys? Soggy Bottom Boys. <laughs> but he's he's in a lot of uh, like Coen Brothers stuff. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Yeah. So he's he's great. I mean, he's a fantastic actor. Yeah. Uh, he plays Samuel Stern. Is actually um, the character in the comic books is called the leader, and um. Hmm. He is uh, an arch nemesis to Hulk, and oh. he's kind of like the opposite. He he has the same gamma radiation. Like everybody in the Hulk books gets some level of gamma radiation. Mm, yeah, gamma, ga- gamma for you, <laughs> gamma for you. You get gamma radiation. You get gamma radiation. And uh, that's right. And uh, but Leader gets it in his brain instead. So he's like super smart. Okay. And so you kind of see yeah, that with the I blood dripping in his in head. His yeah. head swole up. Yeah. He got um, all swole, bro. He did. He did, and he gets a goofy grin on his face <laughs> yeah. when he did it. But so, he, so uh, what I liked about him the way he was playing it is he wasn't. He was helping them, but he was playing it pretty ambiguous and like you know, like he definitely had his own motives. You yeah, know? that was kind of what I was gonna ask because yeah. you know they don't get a lot of time to spend on that character, mm-hmm. but clearly, yeah, he he. He had a little bit of personal gain, you know. He was saying like, "Oh, we could win the Nobel for this," mm-hmm. but he also had like humanity. He did in his thoughts. He was saying like, "We could make humans, um, you know, impervious to d- disease." He's like a he's like a big science guy, but he's not <laughs> burdened by like ethics. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Like he, he's like it doesn't the matter. The burden how, of ethics. Tell me about it. He's Golly. like he's like let's just let's just do it. You know, let's go for it. And that's mm. kind of. How he is in the comics, he's not really like, you know, he's a bad guy in the comics, but he he has this kind of like impulsivity and like let's just do it, you okay, know, yeah. and uh, almost immaturity. Yeah. So, so I thought he was great in it. Um, Edward Norton's like okay, and yeah. Liv Tyler was okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I mean, uh, what's his face? Uh, William Hurt played Ross, Thaddeus Ross, the general. Yeah, he, he was, was all right. he was all right. Um, yeah. No, I thought he. Yeah, he was serviceable. Yeah. Um, I thought Tim Roth was pretty good. Tim Roth was great. Yeah. yeah, I mean I liked him. I think um it was good casting um to have him, you know, be a little bit on the older side and like kind of yearn for that yeah. youthfulness. I think that made sense and yeah. that, that tracked. Um I I could have used a little more explanation for like his vendetta against yeah. the Hulk because he seemed to really like want to have to go like toe-to-toe with this guy but it's like that dude like seriously outweighs you by like 600 pounds and right. he's like nine feet tall like you're not gonna take him doesn't matter how much of this 
super soldier serum you're taking. Yeah, and and there's really no backstory on him. You know what what a fighter. Okay, he's been a soldier, an operative. Yeah, but yeah, why? I don't know. The um in the comics he's a he's a KGB oh, agent. Interesting. And so I guess you know for this they they in because Tim Roth of course they cast British guy so they had to he was he was. Uh, to explain his name, he was Russian-born, but he but was a raised British, in, yeah, yeah, yeah uh-huh. British operative. And then to further explain why he's reporting to Ross, he's on loan from the right, the British from someone SAS or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, what else do we think of it? I mean, does it work as a if if you were just going to the movies, not as part of the MCU at all? Does this film work for you? Does not it have a beginning, not middle, as and much. End? Not yeah. as much. Um, Megan mentioned that it didn't feel like a superhero movie, and I think uh, she's onto something. Yeah, it, and it almost feels a little more old-fashioned, like something you would have watched in the '90s. Yeah, definitely. The pacing, uh, the mm-hmm. way the acts are structured are, are yeah. just funny. There's there's no real interesting progression. He just goes from he he, he goes to three places, yeah, and, and they find three. him in yeah. each place, and he, yeah. they have to fight. Yeah, in each yeah. of the three places. I, I agree with that, and it's it's definitely you don't get that fun sense of like the Hulk is that is you know in, in a lot of ways he's the kid who like smashes up his Legos you know he's mm-hmm. having fun and you don't get that sense at all right you know and I I one of the things they did in this film which was I thought was interesting and is that instead of making it explicitly that when Bruce Banner gets angry that he turns into the Hulk is that when his heart rate goes up to now, kind of make it more sciency. I disliked that. Yeah, I'm not into that either. I think I think he's already turning into a green rage monster. Like you don't have to try to ground it. Yeah, you know, like and it's it the arbitrary angry. like twenty that we were saying. Like yeah, away. it was like two hundred or something. Was it two hundred? Yeah. So like okay, two hundred yeah. beats per minute. But I guarantee you that like. Five minutes into that chase scene, he would have yeah. just turned. Yeah. Like, but he manages to run for like fifteen minutes, <laughs> yeah. and every now and then it starts to beep. He's like, "Oh, I gotta take a break for two seconds." Yeah. And now I'm good again. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Running up the a flight of stairs on the way home, he turned into the Hulk. If yeah. that was the case, I think it makes <laughs> right. more sense to have it tied more into like his brain patterns. Well, and, and his he kept saying early, you know, "Don't make me angry." Yeah. You know, don't make me angry, but yeah. you know, they're still. It was it was kind of and it was it committed that sin of being internally inconsistent. Yeah, and um, so that it, it kind of bugs me when I watch it now. Like I, I mean, I appreciate the the steps he's taking to try to like control his anger. I think that's interesting. You know, like uh-huh. doing yoga and yeah. like martial arts and whatever he can do to try to like like that works uh-huh. for me. But like making it about like his physiological response to being angry, right. I think it makes it kind of. Like okay, that's weird. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because then you're getting into like, I don't know, like a whole other level of like just not allowing your heart rate to beat at right. a certain to well, like. Come they, on. they they did a thing too where he's like him and and Betty are gonna have sex. Yeah. And they can't because his heart rate's getting up. And it's like that's a weird like path to take it. Also, that joke's not as funny as they thought it was. Either. Yeah. It's kind of like sad. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was like, man. Yeah. He's never gonna have sex for them. I mean, maybe if he like figures out how to control it. Yeah. But um, it's, it was just like, you know. Um. So, anything else you want to say about the movie before we move into Aaron's trivia corner? No. Let's head on over to the trivia. Come corner. on let's over. See what's it's over great. Aaron's trivia corner. So, um, 
Edward Norton, I mentioned this, I think, before, but Edward Norton, you know, when he comes in to a project, he likes to put his, like, fingerprints all over it. Yeah. And so he did extensive rewrites to the script, apparently, mm-hmm. and was constantly writing. Like, every day he was on set, he was writing new stuff, and he... Um, and it wasn't so much like the story or the plot points as much as it was uh, he rewrote a lot of the dialogue and, and stuff like that. Mm. And so um, Ty Burrell, who played um, Samson, Leonard Samson, who was um, Betty Ross's like boyfriend, uh-huh. um, he was originally like written to be more of like a jerk, um, kind of reminiscent of Ty Burrell's character in uh uh dawn of the dead okay yeah yeah and um edward norton kind of rewrote him to be more like like a a decent person Uh which i mean makes sense because like is betty ross gonna waste her time with yeah jerk jerk, yeah Yeah. but you know that was an example of something he changed and um he he he, um and it was it was interesting because he would go out and say like i i rewrote the script or this is my script um but if you notice the credits he's not credited as a writer uh-huh. um, it's the uh, zach penn guy who wrote it and he like lobbied the wga to um make sure edward norton didn't get a credit really and, and apparently the wga is more focused on things like plot and structure and not they're not as dialogue heavy okay so um so yeah he's not credited with that yeah um that's interesting yeah you know i i i like that i mean if that's the one the really the one example i'm working on i mm-hmm. i like that change yeah um although if he was working primarily on the the dialogue that was one of the things that i thought was most lacking honestly <laughs> yeah he um he apparently also wrote out um shield like there were a couple mentions to shield and um there's like mainly like in writing like during montages you'd see like nick fury's name yeah and then they talk about like the shield database and just the shield logo but apparently he stripped a lot of that stuff out which um is definitely to its i think the film's detriment because that further isolates it in the yeah, mcu sure um what was the reasoning there do you know probably just he didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> um of course famously uh, we'll get into this more with uh, Hulk's next appearance, but famously Edward Norton does not reprise the role. He's, mm-hmm. I, I mentioned, I think I I mentioned last week that uh, Terrence Howard and Don Cheadle was one of the more famous recastings. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hopefully, I said second most famous because this is definitely <laughs> the biggest one. Yeah, uh, where you had Edward Norton who completely headlined this movie. Of course, is is recast by the time Avengers would come out. And Avengers started filming, I think, in like 2010 or something like that. Okay, so and what year was this? This was 2008. Okay, so. Huh. You know, within just two years, he's out. And apparently they had talked to him. They tried to bring him in. And um, Marvel released a statement saying they were looking for somebody who had more creative and collaborative um, me- mentality and was better, you know, looking forward to working as part of a team. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of implying that Edward Norton was hard to work with. Right. And that's why he's not going to be part of it. So they're like, we haven't cast it yet, but we know it's not going to be Edward Norton. And apparently Edward Norton's PR team released uh, like a counter statement saying, <laughs> you know, that's really messed up that they said that it was uh-huh. like it. We can only assume it was about money and uh, that we had been negotiating. You know, Edward Norton was excited to be a part of this film, excited to work as a team. And we had been negotiating in good faith. And then suddenly we were told that they were going in a different direction. So uh-huh. we assume it's financial. And then huh. um, it wasn't until like two years after Avengers even came out that Edward Norton said told it had different story and he said he walked away that he didn't want to do it oh well. and so um that he was he wanted more diversity in his 
acting career and didn't mm-hmm. want to just play the Hulk for like 10 years, which he would yeah. have ended up doing. Yeah. You know? I think um, that was a wise move. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. He mentioned he wouldn't have been able to do Moonrise Kingdom uh-huh. or uh, Birdman. Or, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He's bunch, awesome at both yeah, of those. A bunch of other things. Yeah. And so... Um, and he says he's a big fan and he, he likes Avengers and you know, yeah. so, he, so you know. no bad blood. It, it worked out for the better. Right. I think I have a hard time picturing him as part of an ensemble, uh, in that level, yeah. especially given how involved he was in the incredible Hulk and writing it. And, you know, um, he also had like an issue with the director and like his cut of the film uh-huh. or something like that too. So like it was, he was definitely very hands-on and the Marvel house style was, you know, getting away from even, like, especially not actors, but even directors not having this kind of direct control and moving all up to the producer level with Kevin Feige being able to decide yeah. creatively what's going to happen. So there just wasn't any room for somebody like Edward Norton, right. you know. Now, to what the di- you said the director, I, what's his name again? It was Louis Leterrier. Leterrier, yeah. It's like a French last name. Yeah. He originally was going to do Iron Man, actually. And I either he was he was interested in Iron Man, but then, of course, John Favreau got it instead. So they were like, well, you can do Hulk. And he was like, okay, I'll do Hulk. But he was worried, actually. He was like, I... I watched Ang Lee's Hulk. I don't really know that I can do a film like that. And they were like, good. <laughs> we don't want that. We want something in a different yeah. direction. So Now, uh, what? just real quick, what's Ang Lee's Hulk? What's the style of that? So it was um, about 30 or 40 minutes longer. Okay. Ooh. Much, much slower paced. Um, the Hulk there um, was actually the design of him. He had much more like kind of almost like, um, like baby fat on his face and <laughs> really uh, i read an article that kind of almost described him as more like infantile you know more <laughs> like a like a baby okay throwing a tantrum interesting yeah and leterrier is that how we decided we're gonna say sure. his name? i don't i didn't look it up ahead of time he um was like really did not like that look for hulk and his in his mind hulk is like the ubermensch and like needs to be completely like cut uh, and not an ounce of fat yeah. and super muscular and it made him look kind of weird actually i'm not a fan of either one of them yeah no, no i'm designs. not either i think the where hulk design ultimately ends up with mark ruffalo coming in is the best hulk design now i'm only you know i can i can barely call that up in my head because mm. i haven't seen those i've seen the trailers yeah so i kind of have an idea yeah um, so I'll, just, I'll have to withhold my, yeah. my judgment there, but yeah, I didn't. So while we're there, let's, let's pivot to how, from where the Hulk, how the Hulk looked. Let's talk about the CG. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what'd you think? Uh, not great. Yeah. Um, worse than Iron Man. Yeah. I um, agree with that. No, it's harder, obviously. Like it's easier to do like a metallic suit and yeah. make that look good than right. to do like a, that moves organic, really fast. Right. Yeah. Than to do like an organic creature with slow tendons moving, and muscles fighting and, and yeah. yeah, and needs to look. I mean, and they did some form of motion capture, but it was pretty, um, it was pretty limited on what they were able to do. Right. And I guess that was like pretty rudimentary. Yeah. At that time. I mean, it was it was what they could do in two thousand eight. Um, they actually didn't use Industrial Light and Magic for this. They used some other company. And boy, you could tell. <laughs> I mean, it's I. You know. You want to know what? Because. Hey, you! <laughs> That's going to be my new catchphrase. I like it. <laughs> we got to make sure we're, we're logging all these catchphrases. Hey, you! <laughs> oh, man, you got to make that into like a button we can push. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
yeah i i agree i think i think there a lot of the in the facial expressions a lot of that stuff I, I really wasn't a huge fan of uh what hulk looked like when he was getting angry you yeah. know it was a lot of like gritting his teeth and i don't know something yeah, about the it teeth looked like weird little they jelly were, beans and they were green yeah. it was weird it was weird i didn't didn't care for that so speaking of green uh-huh. it's time for a marvel pop quiz oh boy ding, 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 ding. pop quiz get out your pens and paper <laughs> paper <laughs> You turned into a baby. <laughs> Get out your pens and paper. So, the Hulk, <laughs> in his first appearance uh-huh. in Incredible Hulk number one, was not green. What? What color was he, Nick? Oh. Your options are okay. A yellow. A yellow. B gray. Gray. C blue. Blue. D purple. Purple. Yellow, gray, blue, purple. You know. I could. I'm gonna rule out yellow. Okay. I'm gonna rule out. Wait. So when he first came out, you said very first appearance. Okay. I'm gonna rule out gray as well, because it's a comic book. They want color. So I could see purple. Mm -hmm. And what was the the blue? Blue. So I was. But I could also see the Mister Blue being an homage to that. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna say purple. Okay. It's actually gray. Yeah, in uh, Incredible Hulk 1, you, it's big gray Hulk, and they've kind of got like this... Uh, I mean, he's definitely reminiscent of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And, okay. Um, Is he supposed to look like a stone giant? I, I think I read, and I don't know, I mean, I kind of glanced at it, but apparently um, they were going for... They wanted to use gray because they didn't want it to have like any kind of like human skin tone, but they didn't want to go into like a crazy primary color either. Okay. Um, they didn't want it to be able to be like tied to any kind of like ethnic to, group or anything. To like be that. fair, purple is a secondary color. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, it ended up being very difficult to print gray. Oh, and really? Making it work. Yeah. yeah. So in in a couple of panels, he actually looks green anyway. <laughs> and so Stan Lee was like, "Let's just make him green." Yeah. And, and he's green, but he actually reverts back to being Gray Hulk uh, later on, much later on in the run. And Gray Hulk is weaker but um, smarter, and has yeah. more of his his brain functions. Interesting, yeah. And uh, of course, there's lots of different colors Hulks. There's uh, Red Hulk in the comic, okay. and that's actually General uh, Thaddeus Ross turns into Red Hulk in oh. order to help him fight the Hulk, and he's got his gray mustache. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> in order to help Blonsky fight the Hulk, in, in order no, because Blonsky's. In order to help who fight the Hulk? Him. He wants to fight the Hulk. Oh, in order to help him fight the I, uh, I, yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> okay, so in in the comics, he stay he stays kind of a, an antagonist. Yeah, he's okay. he's introduced in Incredible Hulk number one, and he's from the and he's like one of his arch nemesis. So, hmm. so on average, in, in like their whole run, mm-hmm. every superhero. Seems like they've got multiple arch nemes- right. nemesis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what's nemesis's nemesis? Nemesis. Ooh, that's like from. Uh, it's like a joke from uh, Mystery Men. Is you, it? You ever? Yeah. Uh, They're trying to figure out if it's nemesis. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And Jeffrey Rush says nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> that that's weird. We Do, almost, did you ever watch Mystery Men? I haven't seen that. Oh man. That's like, that's superhero adjacent, right? It's superhero. It's direct? right there. Yeah, it's directly a superhero okay. movie. Um, it's like a Dark Horse Comics uh, adaptation, and it's probably my favorite non-Marvel superhero movie. It's, Whoa, bold statement! And it's because it's so funny. 
I mean, it's Ben Stiller, Janine Garofalo. It's I mean, it's I good think stuff. of it primarily as just a comedy. Yeah, movie. it is, but okay. it's but it's also it's cool. I I mean, I think it's definitely worth checking out. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jeffrey Rush's character's his he's the villain, and his name is Casanova Frankenstein. <laughs> It's just that level, like the good. whole movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's good. So. so it's got a Hank Azaria in it. Your mm-hmm. favorite non-Marvel superhero movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Beating out the Watchmen. Yeah. Okay. Beating out. I don't know if anybody caught that. Every Batman film. Yeah. Well, you know, including the Nolan trilogy. Uh, ooh. See, I thought I was going to get a lot of hate, but hopefully it's all redirected to you now because <laughs> you just edit. I mean, I love it, <laughs> but, but Mystery Man is just so good. Uh, wait, wait, I said non-Marvel. Okay, I'm good. I was like, wait, no, it's not better than Deadpool, but Deadpool's Marvel. Oh, so, okay. okay. So, okay. Okay, we'll get there. But it's not MCU, but it's Marvel. Okay, that was yeah. going to be my question. Yeah. All right. Why not? Because uh, Fox has the rights oh. to X-Men or did at the time. Now Disney owns Fox. They got it all now. To X Men, so it, yeah. he's he's uh, an X Men. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he's a mutant character which falls under the X Men banner. Gotcha. Yeah. Or can, can you not wait to be a nerd like me and to just know all this? <laughs> I didn't have to look any of this up. I, I just know it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering how much is gonna stick. You yeah. know? Yeah, me too. I bet this MCU stuff will stick. You probably, I mean, you by the end of it, you'll know. I'll know the story. I'll kind of get what's going once, on. Once, once Marvel establishes their house style. Uh, you'll be able to tell right away from watching a movie because yeah. Deadpool movie feels very different from uh, an Avengers movie. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of that and and how it fits into the larger narrative, we now officially have two films. This is not a sequel. This is a shared universe, a cinematic universe with the inclusion of Tony Stark at the end of this. Do you feel like it was part of a larger world or did it feel like... Just the whole an Edward Norton movie that had Robert Downey Jr. at the end. Uh, that exactly. It felt <laughs> okay. like an Edward Norton movie with uh, Tony Stark showing up at the end. You think he might have noticed sooner, <laughs> you know, or or yeah. Um, and clearly he knows who Ross is and what he's been up to, or maybe mm-hmm. he's just figured it out, presumably. Yeah, but. You'd think that maybe he might have been keeping his ear to the ground a little bit more and might have been looking for Banner himself. I don't know. Especially given the timeline. I mean, this is this is a dangerous path to go down because you will see that, especially in these standalone films, you know, why didn't the Avengers assemble and help fight this enemy? Right. You know, and yeah. it's it's tough to go down. And a lot of times it's because, you know, it possibly wasn't on their radar or it took place over just like two days. So it's yeah, hard to, they didn't you have know, time to, yeah, to deploy. Assemble or whatever. And later on, you know, well, we won't get into that. But um, in this one, you know, we it clearly takes place over several weeks because we see yeah. from when he's in Guatemala to when he shows up in Virginia, mm-hmm. 17 days since the last yeah. incident. Yeah. And so it's definitely enough time for Tony Stark to show up. But presumably I, he can't find him either, I guess. But I, I think, don't know. I think the implication is, oh, I'm going to lose my Marvel card for this. But oh. I think the implication is that Iron Man and Hulk are going are happening like simultaneously. Oh, and Tony okay. Stark doesn't have the time because I want to say there's Hulk rampage on TV in Iron Man. But I could be wrong. Oh, that'd be interesting. I got to go back and check that. And uh, I will print a retraction in next week's issue <laughs> if I'm wrong. But let's move on before people really get let, let that sink into their brains. Um, so you, well, I, I just want to lend more credence to that real quick. Yeah, uh, 
he does say when he walks into the bar, we're looking into forming a team. Yeah. So the Avengers, I assume that's who he's talking about forming. Yeah. Have not yet been formed. That is correct. So it doesn't bother me that they didn't show up that much. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah, because it's really, it's just Tony Stark. Just Tony Stark. It yeah. Is. Um, so you mentioned you liked Iron Man better than this. We'll do our rankings. Okay. So far. So there's two movies. Which is number one and which is number two? Well, this is going to really Think surprise about it. Don't you. Don't rush into it. Well, okay. Mm. <laughs> going to have to go out on a limb and say Iron Man's better. Okay. I think that's a pretty uh, fair assessment. Um, by leaps, <coughs> leaps and bounds. Do you feel like any kind of comments I might have made colored your opinion of this film? Or do you think it's earned mm. its rank number two in uh, your mind? It, I feel it has... Well, both... Yeah, but also three. I do remember there being a lot of n- not not necessarily negative buzz. Yeah, but a lot of like maybe disappointment would be the word. Sure. Um, well, let's let's talk about. It. I mean, it is definitely the lowest earning Marvel movie. Is it? Or I'm I'm sorry, MCU film. Uh, I gotta watch oh, yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. So its box Careful. office was. It opened at $55 million, so just a little more than half of what Iron Man opened to just a few months before. That's chump change. Chump change. And it only went on to make 134 domestic um, and a 263 worldwide, so by far the lowest grossing. Mm. Um, it's the lowest grossing by over $100,000. I mean, I'm sorry, $100 million. So it's, I mean, it's, it's down there. Um, people say that's one of the reasons why there hasn't been another Hulk standalone film. Uh-huh. But I, um, the other big reason is because Universal, um, from like way back in the seventies, has like first right of refusal to distribute a Hulk film. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost the produ- the ability to produce them um, back in like two thousand six when they waited too long to move on a sequel to Ang Lee's Hulk mm-hmm. because that movie didn't do very well either. Uh, so those rights reverted back to Marvel, but they're still able to distribute Hulk films. In fact, this is the only MCU film not distributed by either like Paramount or Disney. It was mm. distributed by Universal, uh, so Universal gets a get a, gets a taste, and so gets a little flavor taste. Especially since uh, Disney took over, um, they're not interested in sharing. Uh-huh. And the other interesting piece I read today that I didn't really think about. I don't know if this is related, but Universal and Disney have a contentious relationship not so much on the movie front but on the theme park front and universal a long time ago bought the theme park rights to marvel characters oh and that was before disney owned them so Uh those rights exist basically in perpetuity the only way they can lapse is if universal stops having like rides and stuff like that that are marvel themed and or so, Disney offers them enough money for them yeah, to... Yeah, I don't think there is enough money. <laughs> <laughs> and or Well, I think what's more likely is Disney will buy Universal. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's owned by um, Comcast now, so... We'll what, what, Universal is? Yeah, so they'd have to buy Comcast. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, we got big problems if that happens. <laughs> yeah, that's That's, <laughs> that's a, good a pretty point. major... Uh, yeah, they just own everything. That's a pretty major shift. So, so yeah, the box office was not not super great for this one. Um, what do you think? Is there anything else you want to say about Hulk before we talk about next week's film? Um, yeah, Death to Smoochie was better. Oh, way better. 
And you know what? It's funny. I was thinking about that towards the end because I was like, Edward Norton, you know, likes to be the lead. Of course, this was also came out a very different time in his career. Death yeah. Smoochie did. Ten years earlier, I think, right? Wasn't it like 98 or something? Was that really that long nah, ago? I could be really wrong on that. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But You might be right. Uh, I'm going to Google it. Um, but he was second fiddle to Robin Williams on that. Like, hands down, Robin Williams was the guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That was a Robin Williams film that Edward Norton was in. 2002, I was way off. You know, yeah. I would, maybe, that's maybe another uh, standalone episode we'll do on Death to Smoochie. Sure. That's I, part I of might the MCU, argue that right? point. Okay. Um, but anyway, no, let's, let's talk about next week. So how much do you know about next week's film? I, do, I know nothing. Not I don't even, even know name. what it is. You don't even know what it is. Nope. So we, we, it almost slipped out last week um yeah but we we kept a close lid on it i don't want any yeah. spoilers I, I don't look this stuff up if i you know know it i know it if i don't know it i don't know it okay and i you don't I, know i it. have a guess well let's guess uh I, i'm gonna guess it's iron man 2 that's right hey so what happens in iron man 2 what's the what, what do you know about it uh nothing um <laughs> I'm going to guess that it has something to do with him forming the Avengers. Okay. We're going to find out next week. Cool. Nick, you got to watch this. (laughs) Thanks for listening to our podcast. We want to hear from you. You can reach out to us on email at you got to watch this podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us at Facebook or Instagram at You Gotta Watch This Podcast or on Twitter at Gotta Underscore Watch. Thanks.